Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. You have found The Pleasure Zone. Wait, your hands are down your pants? Yes, that's also a pleasure zone, but this, too, this show is also a pleasure zone. Very cool. So if your hands are down your pants and you're listening to this show, you're in the dual pleasure zone. Plus, if you're on this planet where we get to experience pleasure, guess what? The triple pleasure zone. Um, it'd be really cool, though, if there was, like, aliens listening to my show. And if there are aliens listening to my show, OMG, I so want to be beamed up for the experience. So I'm volunteering. Okay. Well, that was such a side note. That was so not what this show was about at all. It wasn't about, like, alien encounters and sex. But one day, one day, guys, I will talk about that, too, um, because I'll have the experience to talk about it. But tonight, we're talking about what a kiss tells you about someone's personality. What? Can a t- kiss actually tell you about that? I almost said a tiss. What is a tiss, anyways? I'm sure there is something called a tiss, but a kiss. Hmm. Fascinating, right? You know that song, if you want to know if he loves you so, it's in his kiss, that's where it is. Yeah, that song is actually what kind of inspired the thought of this show. Like, hmm, what else can you find out from that first kiss? You can find things out. So why do I talk about this stuff? Well, bodies and pleasure fascinate me. And what I do on this planet is research and research and research more and more things about pleasure, things that fascinate me about bodies, things that fascinate me about what stops us from having pleasure. And recently, I just thought I just for fun would start a course on becoming a uh, sex and intimacy coach. And so I've been going through some classes and I've been really enjoying the lessons, which are also reminding me of things that I can talk about on this program with you guys. And very soon enough, probably in the next month or so, so this is uh, July 2019, if you're listening to this in the future, if you're listening to this in the past, congratulations, you're a time traveler. But if you're listening to it in the future, um, you might be like, ooh, so she's a sex and intimacy coach, wonder what that is. By all means, contact me and you can test me out for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, you can. You can actually test me out now. I'm not totally qualified yet, but I do have a lot of experience and I have been working with people for over 20 years with their bodies and their health um, and different levels of uh, health and different uh, modalities that I use with uh, hands-on body work, energy work, uh, verbal clearings and other things. So, there's no reason why you can't contact me anyway, um, even before I'm finished that class, right? Well, absolutely, you can. Uh, so, so much fun tonight. We're going to be talking about kisses and what do they tell us, because they tell us stuff. How do they tell us stuff? Are they like psychic messages that get sent into our bodies and these transmissions kick in and then we get information? 
strangely enough, it's almost like that. I know. What? Who knew? Crazy. But we're going to find out why and how how these things actually occur. First, I want to start with some crazy fun information. I don't know if you guys know this, but there are so many different kinds of kisses in the world. But let's start off with the actual scientific name for kissing. And the actual scientific name for kissing is oscillation. Isn't that interesting? Yep, there's a word for it. Next time you would be like, you tell your friends, oh yeah, he was the best kisser ever. Instead of saying that, be like, his oscillation skills were off the charts. Or like, her oscillation skills are so phenomenal. So I dare you to use the word oscillation in any sentence in the future and see if people actually know what you're talking about. I bet you they're going to think that it has something to do with your eyes and sight. But it doesn't. It has to do with kissing. And you know what? Humans are actually not the only creatures on the planet that kiss. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but sometimes you'll see like fish in fish tanks in the pet store kissing and other animals. Like I've seen cats do what looks like kissing. Um, definitely animals will come by and kiss each other and like baby monkeys uh, kissing their mama monkeys because one of the things that that um, is believed to be why we kiss is that that it actually they believe that it started or one theory believes that it started um, because of passing the food from a mother's mouth to a child's mouth so that you could wean a child off of breast milk in case all of you were wondering how did they get the baby food jars back 100 years ago and how do those mamas like get that blunder out and you know they had mortar and pestles sure and they could smash up the food the easiest fastest way was to chew it and pass it over and it would actually give enzymes from your mouth to your child's mouth uh, from the mother's mouth to the child's mouth so that it would be able to be easily digested by them and yes i actually did that with my kid very temporarily because um, she actually was really able to digest food quite quickly so we only did it for a little while probably a few weeks and um, yes that was you know it's pretty much equivalent to almost kissing a person in so many ways so oscillate away go oscillate yourself go oscillate somebody's buttocks that's like wouldn't that be funny instead of telling somebody to kiss somebody's butt just go oscillate some buttocks Go oscillate the gluteus maximus. So that's what I suggest you say to people. It's so much more polite. So how do we find out about people through kissing? Yes, we could pass food over and we can get a taste of their saliva. That's one choice. You know, what else do we get from that too? Well, kissing actually brings out, there's something called an, a major histocompatibility complex. Those are genes that form a part of our immune system and give us our natural scent. And those show up when we're kissing. It actually provides us the opportunity to sniff out someone who has a different major histocompatibility complex to us, or the short form is the MHC. And so if you have two people who have different MHCs, you're going to have stronger immunity healthier offspring. It's like a natural thing that goes on in our brains to to start us to calculate who's going to create the strongest, healthiest babies out there. Fascinating, right? Well, I think kissing in itself is fascinating because I had so many points of view from my background of working with bodies and health. I have so much information when it comes to diseases. 
that it took me a little while to get into the thought that maybe kissing is not as um, dangerous as I know it to be. Maybe we can have some fun with this. (laughs) So here I am. Here I am, guys. Today I'm having fun talking about kissing. It's a revolution in my brain. It's an evolution of my existence. It's fantastic. And what actually occurs? I know talking about the evolution of my brain, and there is an evolution that occurs in a way. So during kissing, our brains actually make our lips extra sensitive. Aren't we brilliant? Our brain tells our lips to have uh, more sensation. Like, hello. It's like our bodies are so smart. And then when you're kissing, it releases a whole cocktail of chemicals like dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin. All of these are like feel-good hormones, relax it up, feel good. But also they they get you a little excited too. Isn't that fun? And they also light up the pleasure centers in your brain, which is part of your frontal brain. So that's the part that also gets stimulated by visual things like if you're looking at... Uh, a screen and it has uh, pornography on it, your frontal cortex is getting stimulated by that, or uh, video games, which I had a great reminder of that yesterday when I was watching an episode of Star Trek and the entire ship got taken over by people who were playing a video game and their prefrontal cortex was all lit up and they were losing their minds because they were taken over by euphoria and pleasure and and then there was like mind tricks being played on them and I love Star Trek so I like to talk about it as much as possible because you're listening to the nerd version of the pleasure zone yeah you are yeah yeah you are so so yeah what more does kissing do for us in our brains well it does a few things you can when you're actually kissing, you can get that like feeling of euphoria because of the dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin going through your body. And some people can actually get like uh, the same kind of addiction you could get to like a drug. You can get addicted to a person. You can get that sense of connection and attachment or even obsession through a kiss. Isn't that amazing? It's just, it blows my mind that kisses can be so powerful. And what's really interesting is that there's hormones that get transferred so in a heterosexual male female kiss that's a heterosexual kiss by the way if you guys didn't know that um, testosterone actually gets transferred from a man to a woman during kissing and that testosterone accounts for part of the woman's arousal during kissing so she's got a little extra hormone kick going on and when I think about it I can tell you that I remember I remember my favorite kisses and some of my most unfavorite kisses and they stick with you for a very long time like i remember my first kiss and my first kiss was like 29 years ago Um, so that's saying something that if you can actually remember kisses from 29 years ago i have to say they must be pretty magical and amazing and what's in them has got to be pretty magical and amazing so I think that's pretty uh, pretty funny, and I think it's pretty fun that that we have these like crazy bodies that do so many things to have us have both the memory of the partner, but also to give us information about the partner. And I'm so excited to tell you guys about some breakdown evaluations about personalities when it comes to 
pleasure of kissing or unpleasure of kissing because, you know, if somebody's kissing you in the way you're not really liking it, yeah, you need to take that as a really big, that's like a warning. Do you hear my warning bells going off? This might not work for you. And for the most part, what I've noticed is the way a guy kisses or a girl kisses, because, yeah, I've gone down both roads. Um, so if if you do um, kiss somebody, you might notice their actions with their mouth with kissing can also be very much like their actions with their mouth with oral sex. Hmm. See, kind of get like a prelude to what's going on. Isn't that pretty cool too? Kissing gives us so much information. It's just so fun. Because um, really oral sex is pretty much just kissing the genitals with extra good times going on in there, um, especially if you're really used to like kissing and sucking uh, something into your mouth with like great action and, and a little bit of like pressure and um, suction and slobberiness. Like if you kiss like that, then your kissing is totally like giving fellatio by all means. But if you're not used to like sucking on something and then giving it like a full on um, uh, like a suction effect with lots of slobberiness, then you're not, it's not exactly the same. But it can give you a hint is what I'm saying. It'll give you some information. You won't be at a loss for information. So what um, what are some things to be aware of? Uh, especially I'd like you guys to be aware of these things is if you notice that you kind of get low on the kissing zone with your partner, it's something that you might want to be aware of because what what they've actually found in studies is that kissing is one of the first things, one of the first sexual activities that starts to drop off the charts for couples um, as the cu- and the couples start to grow apart. So there is um, there is something to the share of the testosterone, the share of the pheromones, that closeness that can have you feel like you're reconnecting with your partner. So if your partner doesn't want to kiss you, maybe there's something to evaluate there. Maybe there's beyond maybe unless they have a germ a germ awareness like I have, um, you know, moving through that. But if you if you have you know, if you're normally a kisser and then you're not, you know, something to be aware of. And I just love thinking, I just like, even as I'm talking to you guys, I'm just like thinking about some of my favorite kisses ever. And we're just going to head break in a few seconds. And I'm wondering if you guys would like to just like really tap into your favorite kiss of all time. And so for those of you listening right now, if the person that you're hanging out with right now is your favorite kiss of all time, just go for it. Give them another kiss. Yes, that's you, Dave and Christine. If you guys are listening, just go make out during this commercial break. That's a great idea. So, yeah, I said that. So go have fun and bring in the energy, too, if you're not with that person. Just bring in that energy of that very favorite kiss that you ever had. Let it wash over your body from your head to your toes and just envelop your whole being with the energy of that memory and just receive it. I'm going to receive that. Oh, yeah, I am. So have so much fun with that. We are headed off to our first commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? 
for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And tonight we're talking about kissing and what's in a kiss and what can we learn from a kiss. And I thought I'd let you guys know a little bit about kisses first. But also, hey, what's the lowdown? For some of you who are like, I don't know, I think I'm a terrible kisser and I just would rather never kiss again because, um, you know, Joe... Fantigo told me that I was a terrible kisser when I was 13, so I gave up kissing because I just felt awkward. Um, so if Joe Fantigo told you that you're not a good kisser when you were 13, um, maybe it was his style that he wasn't into your style because there's different styles of kissing. But one style I think is um, pretty, I can, I can pretty confidently say that I think overall one thing, one element that's very important in a kiss is Good smelling breath. Yep. Clean teeth, good smelling breath, and a nice tongue. And if you guys don't know about my tongue issues, go listen to my tongue show where I talked about oral health. Oh, for a good hour, I talked about oral health um, because I'm very, very passionate about health. Passionate. If that word cracks me up, I'm not suffering for health. I'm very excited to tell you about health. I'm very excited to tell you uh, about how to have a clean mouth and how to use it to your advantage. So definitely go get your tongue all, uh, yeah, scrape your tongue, brush your teeth, get some mouthwash going on, even have a little mint happening. That's a-okay in my universe because one of my very first kisses, my very first grown-up kiss, because my very first kiss I was five and it was 
in preschool and a guy knocked another kid off of a rocking chair and he slid over. Davy Hill, if you're listening, uh, shout out to you. Um, yes, I remember that guy's name. Davy Hill. And I was five. And no, I was four. I was four and he was five and it was really special. It was a really special moment. And he totally did knock another kid out to sit beside me. Took over like the man that he was and planted one on me like a pro. Um, but I don't remember his breath. I just remember the shock and the excitement and uh, all the tingly feelings in my body because I, I had feelings, guys. I had feelings even then. But then my next grown-up-ish kiss, which wasn't by one of those I double-dog dare you to kiss so-and-so on the school ground in grade 8, which wasn't a mouse-on-mouse kiss, but I do remember that too. And I could shout out for that one too, but I won't. Um, but I could, Stephen Jammerch, if you're still alive and out there, shout out to you because you were my second kiss, and that was in grade eight. Um, and that was awkward, and that was like in the schoolyard up against a wall, and he'd given me a present, and we were sort of dating for 48 hours, and it was all very awkward because I was moving anyways. So if you are listening, I apologize if I hurt your feelings. You were really cool. Anyway, and then and then after that. 15 years old, I was off in Winnipeg, because that's where most first kisses should occur for girls who live in Ontario. I was off in Winnipeg, and my first kiss was with a 21-year-old, who I do remember this as much as he was a hot, he was so hot to me, and he had a mustache, because he was 21, and it was the 90s, what 21-year-old didn't have a mustache? He was also Slavic, and he ate onions, and I remember that. I remember the tingly feelings, but I remember the onions, girls. That's what I remember. So, hey, I I would still remember the tingly feelings. And actually, my body had memory of that for, like, months. Like, I could tap into that. I could tap into that kiss, and my body could recreate every sensation I had, which was, I would say, on the verge of orgasmic at the time. So that was a mind-blowing experience for me that that you could receive like sensations like that in your body from a kiss. I didn't even know it was possible. But then when I got older, I'd say one of the most uh, the most intense experiences was um, when I was about 25 or 26. Was with somebody who had he, uh, he had some kind of crazy talent for energy kisses. Not not in the sense of energy kissing, like kissing from a distance uh, across the planet and I'm feeling it. Um, it was actually more of an energetic involvement. And I'll give you the lowdown on the description of it because it was it's actually something that is, is described um, as an energy kiss. However, uh, if you don't know the term for it, you'll just think that was the hottest moment ever. So he was a, definitely a slow and methodical kisser by far and had um, incredible patience and presence with kissing, and he had good breasts, because I don't remember his breasts at all. And so that was a bonus. And he, so the the presence and the slowness was that build-up, where the energy is just building, and you're like, oh, my God, is this kiss going to happen? Is it going to happen? Oh, my God, and the energy is building, and you're looking at each other like so close where your nose is almost touching. You feel almost like you're cross-eyed, but you're not. And you can feel the inhal. You can feel their inhalation, and you can feel your inhalation, and you can feel you feel like you're breathing their breath into your body. And essentially, you are. I mean, we're breathing everybody's breath all the time. If you really want to get technical, but um, you're so connected that their out-breath is going into your in-breath and you're circling this energy and this energy and this breath is circling in your body. 
And then that energy is building and building and building. And then that first touch is so intense. That first touch is so, the touch of the lips is so intense. Your, your lips actually have 200 times more feeling than your fingertips. So when you're having that build up and build up and build up and that energy is just about to merge and then the kiss hits. And then the kiss is a kiss where nobody's the leader and nobody's the follower. Um, a lot of kisses, there'll be somebody who takes the lead or somebody who follows. And the kiss is like that right amount of wetness in the mouth. And the kiss is that right amount of pressure for you, right? And the kiss is like everything is like, what? So I have had, I have and I did have um, experience of, of having orgasms through kissing. And so I do know that's a possibility. So if you've not had an orgasm through kissing, I dare you to take the presence and the time and the exploration to be able to receive an orgasm through kissing, like full-on, full-blown orgasm. Guys, it wasn't like it wasn't like a, I'm feeling excited. So I'm talking orgasm to climax. That's what we're talking about, that orgasm to climax. So I know that's possible. And I know that's something that is um, completely achievable. And it does give you an incredibly intense experience of feeling connected. And it gives you an incredibly intense feeling of being loved. Um, so if that's something that you can't maybe portray in your daily life through actions or through your words, and you need somebody to, you know, somebody desperately needs to know that you're there for them and that you love them, um, it's in your kiss, my friend. So just just be that energy for that person, be that presence where you can invite them into that sensation where their body is yearning for your body and yearning for your kiss, yearning for your touch, and yearning to even inhale your breath. Um, what it, It's such a cool experience. So I think you know that is something that we we can all have and even greater so what is even more fun than that that i haven't even yet experienced like multiple orgasms through kissing um having your brain explode for during kissing or your you know head just blow off or uh, who knows who knows i have not experienced my head blowing off yet but anything and everything is possible so why not so so how fun would that be right so we go from that extremely lovely kind of energy, but we also have all those kisses in between, um, the the kisses that are so awkward and so um, like obnoxious almost. So there's, there are those kisses that are like, whoa, that's so obnoxious. What are you trying to prove? To the those kisses that are so such an invitation and such a gift, and. I used to party a lot in my 20s, so there were some times, I tell you kids, there were some times where I was like out and about hanging out at clubs in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, um, kind of like the New York of Canada, <laughs> and there were definitely um, times where I was like kissing strangers and some of it was so aggressive and so angry or so desperate and you can feel it, and it was like, whoa, you just, like, the desperation's definitely not something that I enjoy, but if you're somebody who really wants to be needed and wants somebody to feel desperately in desire of you, then absolutely put that energy out there, and you can be that energy, and you can have um, people receive that from you, too, 
And then there's like there can be kisses where there's just like the person um, is so enamored with you, and they just want to like basically devour your entire being, which can be can be really fun when you surrender to something like that because you're you're kind of like in this position of total vulnerability, and um, the other person just kind of just the enthusiasm is so great that it makes it fun, and there's nothing greater to me than having a super enthusiastic lover who's just like super excited to be around you so I think like one of the top qualities of a kiss is somebody who's really excited to actually kiss you somebody who's enthusiastic about being in your presence and that like want to be around you and you turn them on and they're like oh my god I'm so lucky I get to be in your presence and oh my god I get to kiss you I'm so lucky I get to kiss you like, isn't that the coolest thing ever, right? So you can, having this enthusiasm in uh, lovemaking and kissing and all of that, it just makes it so much more top-notch and definitely um, definitely a different energy than somebody who's like, yeah, no, I'm not really interested, I don't really have time of day, I'm a, whatever, if I have to, obligation, whatever, thanks a lot, thanks for coming out. Obligation is um, pretty much a, uh, it's pretty much, I would say, like, it kills the sexual energy for sure. And obligation is kind of like a spear in the crotch. It just stabs you really hard. So instead of having the spear in the crotch of obligation, maybe enthusiasm. What a concept. Do not have the spear in the crotch. I know. I had to get graphic there for you guys so you really got the energy of having that. Whew. Hmm. So let's tap into all those lovers that you ever had that were super enthusiastic to even just be in your presence, to be around you, who were like looked at your face and just wanted to like kiss the crap out of you until you basically disappeared and became one with them. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> even though you're always one with everything, but it's like there's like merge, it just merges, and then like how fun is that? So while we go to this next commercial break, take that minute to just tap into all your super enthusiastic lovers who super enjoyed you and all the people you were super enthusiastic for, and let's send all the energy of gratitude out to all of them and to ourselves for receiving that. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life 
your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about kissing. Yes, and what does a kiss reveal about a person's personality? What does it reveal about your personality? Let's start there. Like, let's just take a second. Take a second. Grab your papers. Grab your pens. We're going to have a little few questions there about your kissing. So, Let's just say, what do you like about your style of kissing? Like, for example, my style of kissing is I like to be, I'm a little bit of a, an, I love the energy kissing stuff where you're breathing in the person's breath and the slow anticipation build up to orgasm where your body's basically uh, just so turned on before you even kiss that the kiss is like the thing that sends you overboard. I love that kind of kissing. Uh, I also like a little nibbling. I'm a little nibbler. I like to nibble on uh, on lips. Yes, I do. And I like um, I like kissing on some parts of my face, but not some other parts of my face. And I don't really like kissing near my ears. Um, on my neck is cool, but my ears, not so much. So I know that about me. And so also look at part of the kissing. Um, are you like, are you somebody who's a gifter or are you a receiver? Like, do you prefer to have the other person be more dominant with you where they're sticking the tongue in your mouth or they're the one initiating? Or do you like to be the one initiating? And when you receive, do you like to really fully receive their whole being and body through their kiss? Or do you just like to receive just the kiss? Are you kind of outrageous, like, go, like, nibbling down, sucking on the tongue, treating it like a penis or a clitoris? Like, would you have a crazy style? Or are you completely conservative, like the movies? Like, you don't even let your tongue come out and your your lips just kind of sit there. I've seen some kissing in movies where they're just like, the lips just come together and they're just like, push their lips in really hard. And I'm like, there's no other action happening here. Maybe it's a thing that they're doing in the movies now so they're not spreading germs. I don't know. So so look at some of those things. Are you are you a gifter, a receiver? Are you, are you just like outrageous? Are you just like, you know, having um very conservative style kissing? Are you somebody who likes to, you know, get naughty and spank the person while you're kissing, throw your leg up, wrap your body around them, de- basically devour them and throw them to the floor yeah you do you know you do you're you know who you are who's listening some of you are just right out of control naughty that's cool oh get that so 
so we're having some discussions in the chat room, and there are other people who do not like their ears being kissed or breathed on or like to get that. I, it's, it's a sensitive area, so definitely before kissing or licking ears, ask about that, because for me, I will cringe. And so pay attention to your partner's response, but also don't feel shy. You have um, you have a communication style, whether it's verbal or even if you're deaf and you communicate with your hands. Talk about that in advance, because for me, that could be something where I just like get up and want to walk away. You know, you could stick something in my bum, no problem, but don't stick something in or around my ear. My ears are sacred. I like to put things in them myself, but mostly just like my own finger. And I don't really like anybody else sticking anything in my ear. I'm very particular about that. Even if I like go to the doctor and they go to use an otoscope in my ear, that's that little thing with the lights. I would prefer, and when I was a kid, my grandpa was mostly my doctor, I would take the otoscope myself and put it in my ear, and then he could look in it. So... <laughs> So I, yes, way prefer, there's positions I'm very highly sensitive in my ears, and I just prefer just to have my ears be sacred. My ears are sacred. My ears are virginal, actually. They're pretty much virginal. Um, but we'll keep them that way, and I'm good with that. So, oh, good times. So let's talk about some personalities, some kissing personalities. So through that little list, um, when I was asking, like, do you like to be the initiator? And initiator, there's a word I haven't used ever before in my life, initiator or initiator. Either one will probably suffice. Um, are you, you know, more aggressive? Are you gentle? Are you wet? Are you like a super slobbery kisser? Are you somebody who, like, when you go to kiss, the person needs a wet nap after to wipe off all of the... Um, all the saliva, and I say wet nap because I prefer that to like wiping wet stuff with the serviette. I like prefer to use a wet nap, just clean it up. So if you if you're super aggressive and the person ends up um, wet, um, then their clothing needs to go to the dry cleaner after or get cleaned in some way. I get it. You're a wet kisser. Um, you know, maybe you need a warning that comes with you. That it's like when you go to to watch uh, Shamu and you sit in the front seats and there's like a warning, you will become wet. Maybe you need to wear a t-shirt before going on dates. You will become wet, which could also entice people, could entice women to be like, ooh, I'll become wet. Fascinating. But what they don't realize is it's mostly their face and not necessarily their not necessarily their vulva area or their vagina getting wet. So are you a teaser? Do you give those like little nibble, nibble, nibbles and then run away? Like, it's like kiss and run away. Yeah, you might be that person. Um, I kind of like that sometimes. I like being a tease. I'm pretty good at it, actually. Um, but although I'm not somebody who can like tease and then not follow through. I'll tease and then be like, come on, i got to follow through. Um, I mentioned the biter. Uh, I have a bit of biter tendencies. Do you play? Do you play like you're super innocent? Like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so naive. Oh, teach me, tiger. And that's kind of like a teacher-student position, too. It's like, oh, teach me, Tiger. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Are you um, an eyes wide open or an eyes wide shut? Actually, my husband is an a wi eyes wide open. He's the first person that I've ever met that was an eyes wide open kisser. He's like, so there. He's like, so, hi, I'm here. And now I'm just sharing that with the whole world, that he's an eyes wide open kisser. Um, so some of these you might have, like, things a whole bunch of them right like i was saying like i'm a bit of a biter i'm a bit of an energy kisser and now i'm an eyes open girl too 
and um, some people are tongue shovers and some people are very harmonious with their kissing and it's just very relaxed. And I'm also a bit of a, a full body kisser too where I'm like my arms are involved, my hands are everywhere like an octopus and um, I like to like fully feel things like I'm going to feel your bum while I kiss you, maybe grab your appendage because it's a nice package or I might do that or, you know, really hold on to some boobies while you're at it because that's awesome uh, and uh, maybe you're into like being tied down and kissed so what does that mean like what does any of that mean um, with you know with your life and who you are so let's play with this so if you're somebody who really likes say for example gentle kisses and Chances are you're also that kind of person who in life uh, also is kind of a gentle person. So maybe not the most aggressive person in the world. And that's cool. And if you're somebody who really, really likes to get aggressive in your kissing and you just jump right in and, and go for some really hardcore action like you know, mouth touch, tongue goes down, and you're like tickling the tonsils. Well, maybe you're somebody who is far more aggressive even in your uh, in your life too, right? And so these things do, they really do uh, come together in so many ways. So I think, I think for the most part, when you look at these kind of types of kissing or sort of ways that you can kiss when we're talking about um, you know, whether you're, sorry, I've got to take a breath. <laughs> so whether you are a gentle kisser, a face-to-face -face kisser, uh, or any of those sort of things, one of the coolest things about um, these is you can find so much about a person. So let's, let's take it down to me. I'm going to describe me from my kissing perspective, which I gave you guys a little bit of of my um, my personality type. So I can be a bit of a biter. Um, that's usually somebody who is also like the kind of person who likes to take a little bite out of life too. Um, not somebody who's going to sit there and just um, be passive really. And I do like to be a bit of a tease. And I like to be a bit of a tease in life too. Even when it comes to my life and my approach to my business, I like to give people little sneaky things, little sneaky visits. And, and sometimes I give a lot more. And just like with kissing, sometimes I will like give it my whole all, my whole body is involved, right? And also in life and in my work, my entire body and being are involved. I'm so in there. Everything's going on. So I don't hold back. And I don't hold back in kissing. And I don't hold back in, um, even though for a long time I had, uh, I had like a lot of things going on in my head around um, diseases and mouth stuff, when I'm truly in my element, when I'm really like when I'm owning my kissing, I am being very, uh, very much a go-getter, lip biter, gentle at the same time, full body, full on, face to face, and that's also a lot of the ways that if you describe, if I were to describe myself in life, I would say that I am full body, full on, face to face. I will face things, and even if they annoy the crap out of me, I'll still face them. And I was like grudgingly face them, <laughs> but I'll do it. And um, yeah, so well, what are your personality traits? I'm curious. What do you know about you? What do you? What are some things that you would describe yourself as? And I'm wondering if you're finding that that's true 
um, in in your partner, uh, or sorry, things that you would describe yourself as, and is that is that true in your kissing? Oh, very cool. So we have a caller online. I think we're actually going to head to our next commercial break, and then we're going to take our caller. So we'll do that now. So we're going to head off to our last commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to our caller. And you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicayelenich.com Now, back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight we're talking about kissing and personalities uh, that might show up in kissing. So some things to be aware of, like if you're on the first date and somebody's not even paying attention to the cues of your body, they're not even looking to see if you're ready for a kiss and they're just going in um, ag- aggressively and like, and it's not your thing, then that's probably a good indicator that maybe date number two is not even required. Or maybe you've been having a really good time and the guy's personality or girl's personality is really great and then the kiss shows up and you're and it's kind of like um like a, a wet sock in your mouth and you're like oh that doesn't really work maybe we can just be friends because you know what there's so much that your body is reading from those pheromones coming into you um you might or even smelling guys you know smelling a woman or women smelling each other guys sharing testosterone and women picking up testosterone there's so much that you be uh, information you're getting on a 
subliminal level that's actually a more on a hormonal level that you're aware of. Follow your knowing. You don't need to be shy about that and uh, definitely acknowledge what you know. You don't always have to go for a second date when the first one's like, not so great. So we actually do have a caller tonight that I'd like to talk to before we run out of time. So I'll just ask the producer to bring on our caller. Hello, caller. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I thought it was this caller. How are you? No. I think you might be mistaken as to the identity of the caller. Oh, that's right. I could never recognize your voice. You're right. You're so right. Yeah, this is so sh- this is uh, this is actually Joe Fantigo calling. Oh, Joe Fantigo. Oh my God! From when I was 13, that was really yeah, I really something. Set, I want I want to set the record straight <laughs> that uh, you 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 absolutely got the wrong impression that okay. that uh, that it was a earth shattering universe changing uh, kiss for me. I. I laughed, I cried, it became part of me. And in fact <laughs> you uh you you absolutely ruined me for any other woman because every other kiss has just been a shallow, shallow excuse for the experience of the first time. That is so sweet of Joe Fantigo. I'm so glad you called to let me know that. It's just gonna make my day. I'm gonna have to share that with my husband. I wonder if I've shattered his earth. Maybe that's why he married me. That, what that I'm could hoping well be for it. you, well be hoping maybe for your you, kids should be registered as a weapon. As a, you know what? That's a really good idea. I've heard uh, that that's possible. You can register your hands as a weapon, so I could register my lips as a weapon. That's true. I know that they could be used as a weapon for oral sex, so probably for kissing. But you're gonna, you verified that for me, which is really sweet because I, I didn't know. I had no idea that. I was uh, at that level actually. I just didn't know I was there, and and so maybe for me it was just that I was so unaware of my superpowers that it was that it shocked me. It's hard to say, but um, I'm so grateful that it that it did something for you. And I'm, I'm wondering, I, I, I'm I just a, really wondering if there's other women in the world that could contribute to your body and like kiss you even more than I did, uh, that would just like blow your mind and maybe blow your pants off. Well, it's funny that you would say that because the uh, the reason that I called in, I, I happened to be at a friend of mine's house and he was playing your show, which I've never heard before. And you you gave a shout out to a Christine and Dave, yes. is that correct? Yes. 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 Christine, would that be would that would that be the, the, the pretty Irish woman with the with the fantastic eyes? Oh, she's uh, actually, yeah, she's uh, one of my uh, female lovers, Christine. She's also the owner of the Inspire Choices Network. She doesn't know she's my lover because usually when I sleep over at her house, she's asleep when she becomes my lover. So. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. The, yeah. the, 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 shadow, the shadow technique. That's um, right. But, uh, but the, the, uh, the guy she's going out with, uh, bald guy, uh, yeah, pretty guy. handsome guy. Yeah, handsome guy, great sense very, of humor. very charming. I hung like a rhino, apparently. I, I'm told. I've heard he's got and, uh, like a super package. Like she just raves yeah. about his package all the time. Yeah. Yeah, UPS is thinking of offering it as standard for their package. That's how good it is. And um, <laughs> and he was not here when you said she ought to be kissed. Oh, and did you kiss her? I felt I did. I, I kissed and 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 the search was over. Because oh, for fantastic. the second time, yeah, for the second time, okay. That just the makes my moved. heart so happy. The universe changed. I laughed, 
I cried, it became part of me. So beautiful. And, and, did you also tinkle some... a little bit? Like, did you tinkle a little bit in your pants? Because that's like the next level up. Just no, I just tinkle. full on peed myself. I just, I completely peed myself. Yeah. Just completely. That's beautiful. That's, yeah, that's actually yeah, just, the level, like, expanded beyond that. That's like level three yeah. kissing. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Level, level three. Yeah, I, I went to DEF CON 5. You graduated. I, I, I went to DEF CON 5. So it must Death have been at least five a level kissing. three. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I have it's not pretty, had that experience amazing. with Christine because she's always been asleep. Um, maybe next time when she's awake, I'm going to go for that and see what happens. We'll definitely take videos for her lover, Dave, because I know he's always asking for them. We'll that would be fantastic. Yeah, but she has, a new, she has a new lover now, and his name is Joe Fantigo. It's Joe Fantigo. I get that. Yeah. So, oh, so I look forward to, so I look forward for to meeting you. I, I look forward to meeting you. Yeah, once again, to reunite. I look forward to reuniting, and maybe next time we'll just kiss, just to see if it's still there. Um, because I if I it is, I might, I, think, I might outdo her again, because it's been like 20-some years' experience, I, right? I don't know. I think if you if you kiss me now, A, your your Slavic husband might stab me. I'm not keen on that. And uh, B, <laughs> the, Irish woman, the Irish woman might stab me, too. So this, this, okay, cool. this seems like a good idea. Yeah. Luckily, I don't but, have but, a Slavic husband. He's Belgian, and he's actually more like a, a freewheeling, peace-dealing kind of guy. So he would understand. He's from Belgium, just, so then yeah. he would shoot me. Yeah, Yeah, he might shoot you, yeah. yeah. That's okay, me. though, because think about it. You'd be just being shot while you're having the greatest next um, level, up-leveling to level 10, DEFCON, level 10, kissing. Like, you were at level 5, but there's still a few more to go, so... Okay, I just have one. I, I just have one thing to say to you before I leave, and yes. that would be uh, that having sex with people who are asleep, I think, is considered illegal in in, in the province of Ontario. So you it might want to go true. to Manitoba. I think Manitoba is fine. It's legal there. Okay, cool. But she's made an agreement with me. As long as she's not slapping me, we're good. <laughs> so I think we're okay. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try and get the same arrangement with her too. Excellent. Thank you so much for being on the show with me. Have a great one. Thank you for listening you to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.